0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the year-end show for the Love Zone USA, and this year's year-end show is going to be quite different than what we've normally done in the past. Normally, we give you a highlight of shows during the course of the year. This year, being the last year of the decade before we go into 2020, we are going to highlight the best highly rated shows of the last 10 years, or nine. And we're going to play excerpts from those uh, best rated shows from uh, 2010 until 2019. You're going to hear clips from all of them. I'm going to be your host, and I'm going to highlight each year and that specific show that we are highlighting that had the best ratings. So sit back, relax, and you'll get a preview of this past nine years that we've been on uh, the internet, here on Blog Talk Radio, and now we've expanded our platforms to not only Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeart, Spotify, and iTunes, all of them. Well, we're going to be expanding even more next year. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're going to take you back to the very first episode, Uh, although it wasn't the Highest rated show. I just want to play a clip from that as well as something else during the year 2010 when we started. So here's the first, the premiere show from 2010 when we started. TheLoveZoneUSA.com. Welcome to The Love Zone USA. All right. Welcome. Welcome for those
1: of you out there. Ah, This has been a long time coming. The Love Zone. Finally here. If I sound a little hoarse, well, so be it. You know, there's been, it's it's a lot of excitement, and uh, I've been getting excited. excited. And if I have to clear my throat, bear with me. I've done shows hoarse before, so, you know, 30 years of radio. There does come a time when this may happen, so it just happened to happen tonight. But we're going to get through this. And uh, first and foremost, like I said, excuse me. I'd like to dedicate this uh, show to my mom's. It's been two years since she passed, and uh, I haven't touched music since then. I have listened to too much radio. I haven't played too many MP3s. Music is a big part of my life. It has been since childhood. But I left it alone because I was trying to figure a way to do this show. So <clears throat> it really, I, I put things on the back burner. But then I found Blog Talk Radio. I, I tripped over it. One day on Facebook and I clicked on the little link and then I discovered this vehicle and I said, you know what? This is it. This is the place to do the show. Let me take you back a little bit before I thank some people and we progress on. Uh, The reason for this show is because I did it off the cuff one night back in 1988 to be exact, 30 years And I did it because a friend of mine said she met her husband through a classified ad. Well, through that classified ad, she met her husband, and uh, I discussed with her, how did you meet him? Well, when she she told me about the classified ad, I had a very jaundiced view about doing classifieds to meet somebody. Excuse me, bear with me. And we talked, and she said, Well, all the normal things like you know today because of your busy schedules, you don't meet the person in church or on your way to work or in your community or at the supermarket or leaving things a chance. So she took the bulls by the horn and she put this classified ad. back then in 1980. I think I understand, there were no mainstream newspapers. The internet wasn't around. We didn't have Match.com or anything like that. And she found her husband that way. And a very attractive woman because I always had a job on this view about classified ads because when per- people use that word attractive, <clears throat> I thought they looked like, you know, <laughs> Well, at this stage of my life, I'm not good. I, I don't skirt around issues. <laughs> I thought they looked like Mighty Joe Young. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about. So uh, <clears throat> that wasn't the case with this young lady. Matter of fact, I dated her. And when she sat me down on the couch, I decided to do this on the radio off the cuff that night. Long story short, they suspended me. And that was the first time what is now known by another personality as Radio Date, and I won't mention no names. I don't have to promote anybody else's thing. This is about the love zone. It's not about me. It is about you. And that's where this came from. So let me thank some people first before I get into the purpose of the show. I want to thank Cordy Moore, who on Facebook did a lot in promoting this show and bringing people to it and making awareness. To Cordy, I say thank you very much. To Anjanetta Walker, I've met Cordy, so I kind of know her. I've never met Anjanetta, but she brought a ton of people, as far as awareness, to the show. And I'm sure some of them are listening this evening. I'd like to say hello to Linda Jones, who hopefully is listening this evening. I caused her a lot of havoc <clears throat> excuse me, back in 1988, because when I did the show at 1 o'clock in the morning, um, she fielded all the phone calls as a receptionist at WNGR at that time. And from what I understood from her, she told me this, that the phones didn't stop ringing for four days later. I'd like to thank Chase McCoy. He um, put the love zone up on his Facebook page. I kept I skipped over that and saw it, and i like to thank you, Chase. You know, this takes more than one person. It takes, <laughs> as Hillary Clinton would say, it takes a community. And I would like to also thank Lisa Houston, someone else new that I met that was kind enough to create awareness through her friends. And there are probably some people I forgot, and I just want to mention those. And, and many of you who have, you know, listed this show and promoted it on your Facebook page, and it's pretty much where I've been with this. I want to say that each evening at 8 o'clock, um, you can um, look at this show, and uh, Wednesday nights is when we're going to, to do this show. And I want you to tell your friends about it every Wednesday at 8 Eastern Standard Time. And um, we're going to do this every Wednesday night. I'd like to also thank my uh, producer, who I'm hiring as we (laughs) speak. I'll be doing a lot of that. You can join us on the page and join the the chat room. Uh, We'll be going back and forth. I'd like to thank him because he and I go back to childhood. matter of fact, I was thinking – you know, a couple of days ago, I've known him so long. I don't even remember how we met. That's how long ago, you know, we um we met. Um, I know right now he's uh, searching for some music, and Barry, my producer, just make sure that um, you know, you, you take your time because I know this is new for you, but Barry is my technical producer, beside producing. Excuse me, this radio show, and I know this is the first time but we'll walk, walk it all through, because you know I've got years to do this. The other side of the coin, I'd like to say, is that you'll find that most of my friends I have long-standing relationships with, possibly the people who will call in this evening, and you'll find that most of them I have long-standing relationships with. And through Facebook, I've been able to um, reconnect with a lot of those people, and it's been a joy to, um, you know, do that. The next thing I'd like to say is that God gave me two talents, talents of music and the ability to uh, talk, which is a little suspect this evening, but bear with me. And I'm going to use those as my gifts to try to do the purpose of this show. The purpose of this show is to simply create more compatible relationships. (laughs) And that's through dating. That's the first place that people meet. And I hope that through dating, that's where it normally leads to marriage. And to me, that's the most important institution. Marriage is where people, you know, create families. And hopefully you have two-parent ha- households that I was fortunate to live in. And for those children who have not had that, I'm using this show as a vehicle that not only will be people be able to meet, but as Billy Ocean said, excuse me, will be able to live and learn. That's, that's how it really emanates. And let me talk about living and learning. You'll learn a little bit from me. I'm no expert on this, but you learn, we'll learn from each other and, and each other's experiences. And that is what we need to do to talk about, to create more compatible relationships so we have less divorce. This is my small attempt to do that through this show. Hopefully, it will be entertaining. More importantly, it will be informative, and it will be a way for us as a community to come together and try to attempt to, uh, you know, reverse this trend of divorce. And that starts with with two people meeting and dating. So I just want to say that is the purpose of the show. I also want to say this isn't a black show. It's not about R&B music. And the reason I took it to the Internet, it's not about any segregated music. There are two things about the show I want you to understand. Music is universal, and so is love. That means it's worldwide. One thing I guess I had issues with coming through 30 years, you say, why didn't I find a vehicle for this prior to now? I guess technology finally caught up with me. And most radio stations, if you cruise down the dial, it's an R&B station, They play R&B all day. It's a pop station. They play pop music all day. It's a jazz station. They play jazz music all day. I believe music is universal. You should play a variety of music, something I wasn't able to do during my career at radio stations I worked at. We didn't have that freedom. And now the time is right for this freedom to not only play one segment of music but any type of music. So that's going to be a big part of this show. And I said it features love songs. It's not going to be all love songs. It's going to be a variety of music, which you'll hear and experience tonight. Like I said, music is universal, and love is universal. Love has no color. Now, the other part of this, being on the Internet, is that it's the World Wide Web. It's not only about dating. It's about exposing you to another backyard, as I've always said. The person who may be right for you may not be in your own backyard. You may not meet him on your commute to work. You might, you might not meet him through your job. You might not meet him at your church. You might have to relocate. I know that all too well. And when you get to marriage, I think that's the most important institution. That means a lot to me. I guess maybe that's why I haven't done it because, you know, you've got to feel right to go into it, and I think you've got to do it right. And I know a lot of people have done it for various reasons. That's one of my most important questions I ask married people. Why did you get married? And I've heard every reason we'll talk about that another day. I'll also talk about the relocation piece, if you should meet somebody. This show will have a lot of segments to it, and I hope, as one of the advertisers, we'll be able to align ourselves with airlines so that we can facilitate some of the tickets so you can meet the person who is really right for you, your compatible mate. I kind of laugh, you know, recently you saw in the news the, the uh, I guess it was a South Carolina governor and uh, he he was in the Appalachian Mountains, and that was his excuse for seeing this young lady in uh, Brazil. <clears throat> what was interesting to me, as I was at that time preparing the Love Zone, he proved what I what I was what I'm saying. Your soulmate isn't in your backyard. Matter of fact, he even used that as an analogy. He said, "I met my soulmate." At that point, I knew his marriage was over. But that's vehicle and the power of the internet. Unlike regular radio or any TV show, this is not just in the United States. Uh, When you leave the country, if you should travel during the summer or the spring and go on vacation in Europe, you'll be able to check out the love zone. Africa, China, Australia, wherever you are, we're on the World Wide Web. So this is a lot bigger than me, and it's not about me tonight. It's about interaction with you. So before I kick off the first song, this is what I want you to do. I'm going to do this just the way I did it in 1988, but it has evolved since then, and we'll talk about that on the next break. But the next break I would like to see who's going to be the first person to step up to the plate to be my actual first Love Zone profile. And let me explain that. The Love Zone profile is simply you telling us a little bit about yourself, if you're single and if you're looking. Now, there will be many of you sitting on the sidelines listening to the show, and that's great. Some of you will participate, but the more, most important thing is, like Billy Ocean said, we'll all live and learn. Now, when you come on the show, and, I, and, and Barry and I talk to you, and you're going to talk to my producer first, and I'm going to put you on the air, I'm going to ask you some questions. <clears throat> so this profile is a little bit different than a profile you put on the Internet, on Match.com, because you're going to have an interview. It's what I call the profile interview. And we're going to talk about dating and your feelings about it. And the person who's right for you is out there listening. Now, sure, there may not be a thousand people tonight listening to this show, but for those who are listening, may know somebody who knows somebody. So you're just six degrees of separation away from possibly meeting your soulmate. On, those, on that note, I want to turn it over to my producer, Barry. Let's kick it off with Eric Benet, and you're the only one, here inside the Love Zone USA.
2: But when you find it, you stay to get. to mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: That's what the Love Zone is going to try to assist you in doing is help you get closer to heaven, your soulmate, the person that's right for you, the person who's most compatible for you. There are several segments of this, and one of them I call Written in Stones. I'm going to take some callers in a second. Just hold on. And if you want to call into the show right now because I'm going to be taking calls, call me at 347-539-5729. I want to talk to you. If you're ready to uh, meet your soulmate. Let's talk about dating. That's what we're all here for tonight. That number again is 347, bear with me, 347-539-5729. Like I said, we got the written in stone. We got what I call hardball. Those are hardball questions. And before I take this first caller, I just want you to know that there are five reasons for divorce. Five. And you know what the five are? Well, the five reasons for divorce is finance, sex, compatibility, family, and abuse. And nine times out of ten, we can take abuse off the table if somebody's not drug abuse, emotionally abusive, physically abusive, or alcoholically abusive. Then you only have to really discuss the other four to find out if this person is right for you. So right now, I've got a caller that we're going to put on the line right now. My producer, you can put him on the air. Do we have someone there? Uh, Hello? You're on the love zone. Who am I speaking with? Hello? Are you there? Caller, are you there? Hey, Mike. I think that's, yeah. Mike, this is How are you? I'm doing good.
3: Wow. Good. good. Uh, I just first, called. To, first I just, Jim. I just called to let you know this is an awesome show, and uh, I tell you, I'm, I'm grooving on the music. So uh, I need to talk to hear some people talk because uh, this music's getting me in a really nice mood. But I got to tell you, this is a great show, and it's going to be great for you and great for the country to have um, the opportunity to call in, and maybe over time someone can find their their true um, soulmate on, on this show. So you never know, but. Uh, Uh, if it wasn't for you putting this together, uh, there wouldn't be an opportunity to make this happen. So um, I just wish you the best, and uh, congratulations. Uh, That's all I want to say.
2: Hey, Jim, I
1: really appreciate it. Thank you. That's my brother. And it's it's just nice to have family supporting you on your your journey and endeavor. You know, like I say, every journey starts with a 1,000 miles, and this is my first step. Although I've been 30 years in radio, this is my first step toward – you know, venturing out in this kind of format, where I designed it on my own.
3: Well, it's a big step, and it's um, it's a, a big first step and a, a good first step. So I wish you the best, and uh, for those of us up here in uh, you know uh, Washington D.C., we wish you the best.
1: Hey Jim, thanks a lot. I really do appreciate that. That means a lot to me, and yeah. I know Mom is with me tonight.
3: Hey,
1: absolutely. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you are too. I'm glad yeah, you were too. my first caller.
3: Hey, man, you know, uh, I'm glad I'm here for you. You know that all the time. But uh, there are are hundreds of people, soon to be thousands of people listening to this show. So uh, you go for it and make it work. Make it work.
1: Hey, Jim, I appreciate it. Thanks a million, man. Thanks for calling.
3: Yeah, you take care, man.
1: All right, then. All right, I'm going to take another caller. That's family. It's always good to have family supporting you when you're stepping out on a limb on your own. That's why this show, I'm going to try to use it to help other people reach their dreams as well, because I know what it takes to step out on the limb on your own, on your own dream, and this is it. All right, I think we got another caller. Maybe we're going to do our first love zone profile. Who do we have on the, on, I'm not going to say, if if I say on the air, excuse me, I've been saying that for 30 years, so I have to break the habit. Who do we have live on the internet? (laughs) Hello? You're, you're on the internet with, inside the love zone. Who am I speaking with?
4: Hello. Hey there, Mike. Yes. Greg here. How you doing now? Another D.C. What's oh, up, Oh,
1: wow. D.C. <laughs> is in the house. D.C. DC is in the in house. The... Yes, sir. D.C. is representing tonight. Oh, yes. Greg, you, I go along. happy belated birthday. I hope uh, you saw my, my birthday wish on your uh, Facebook page. Greg, it's a pleasure to talk to you.
4: Yes, I did. It's a pleasure talking with you, and my primary call to, to wish you much success as you've had in the past, and may it be a continual. It is, it is a great honor to be able to catch you in the air and uh, to see an, another fellow uh, fraternity brother and the like to be successful and making some things happen.
2: Oh,
1: man, I really appreciate it, Greg. Did you get my message about you need to whip out that string bass?
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been dusting it off. you know. We've got to do a little something different every now and then. This is the right time of a new decade to make some things happen.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Greg and I go back to our time my high school, and it's great to have a buddy that's listening to me on my premiere. That uh, we were we were musicians. That's what I, it was my dream, Greg. I don't know about yours, but I wanted to be a be a jazz musician. You know.
4: Uh, so, uh, there are many the times I wish I had followed through with that path, but you know we got to make it as we can. So that's what we're <laughs> doing right now, making it as we can. But it's all good.
1: <laughs> Great. Yes, Thanks indeed. a million, man. I really well, appreciate you being there and calling calling tonight. Because D.C. Well, is definitely up in the house. And when I come down here, because the love zone is going to travel around the country, that's that's one of the things we have planned, to do some live shows around the country as well as some dances. So when I come to D.C., get ready to get your dancing shoes.
4: You better get in shape.
1: That's all I can say. Uh,
4: I'm working on that and you got a place always. So again, continue <laughs> success and I'll catch you when you get in town.
1: All right, Greg. Appreciate okay, you calling me.
4: Right. good. All right. all
1: right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a old high school buddy. Like I said, you might find a few long standing relationships calling me from, you know, many years back. You know, a lot of my friendships go deep. And I've got a lot of good new friendships and uh that's what I want to help you create through compatible relationships. We're going to go to a love zone profile. So if you're out there and you want to be the first one to do the love zone profile, that's an interview with yours truly, and we're going to talk about dating. Let me set the stage. Everybody in a dating relationship has three things, three to five things, what I call written in stones. And in those three things, you're going to list what you would not tolerate in your next relationship. If you're single and out there and you're, you're ready to take that you know, step forward towards your next relationship, give me a call at 347-539-5729. Now, let me explain that written in stone again. In other words, in your 20s and your 30s, you date when you're young, then you have a relationship, then you break up. When you break up, in your mind, You have figured out what you don't like, what you will not tolerate in your next relationship. Most people I have found only have three to five written in stones. When you call in, that's the first question I'm going to ask you. What are your written in stones? What will you not tolerate in your next relationship? And while you're getting ready to call in, and hopefully we'll find the first person who's going to be my first profile on the Love Zone USA I'm going to take you into this next song, the reason being, this is the reason I made this show, and I call it The Love Zone USA because, excuse me, as Bruce Springsteen would say, this song and this show is born in the USA, here inside The Love Zone USA. We're going to go to uh, some more music by Bruce in a minute. But I'm going to give out this phone number, 347-539-5729. And before we get into Bruce, I'm going to let my producer pick the next song. Barry, what do you got up for me? Because I know we got some callers on the line, and I'm going to get to those in a few minutes. So I'm going to let my producer handle the music right now inside the Love Zone, USA.
0: This next show, although it wasn't the highest rated show in 2010, I like to feature it, a clip from it, because it was our first interview with the Mighty Temptations. And in this highlighted clip, you'll hear the voice of the late, great leader of the Manhattans. His name is Blue Lovett, and we want to feature this right now. It was part of the year 2010 when we started on Blog Talk Radio, the Love Zone USA. Here's a clip from The Temptations show.
5: I'm
2: never-
1: I'll let my producer handle the phones and bring them back in. Yeah, the girls all right with me. Mighty, mighty temptations here inside the love zone. Yes, indeedy, We're gonna have some fun tonight. We've got some special, in, specially invited guests, and uh, we want you to call in in just a little while. But right now, I'm gonna bring our guests back on. Terry, uh, Ron. I want to get them back in. I hear one of them. Hello. Yeah, you're right, right here. here. Right. Back, in, back inside the love zone. Back inside the love zone.
2: Girls, like all right me. with me? What you it's say, no. Ronald? This ain't nothing like being in the love zone.
1: <laughs> I know you would know. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna start, I'm not gonna start those stuff tonight. no stuff today. I'm gonna hold it. I'm hold it. <laughs>
2: Cause you know, you know. Why you on the telephone? You know?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely yeah I'm gonna get you about this first kiss too. We're gonna talk about that in a minute mm, mm, mm. you guys i I really wanna talk to you about that one uh let's see before we uh go any further i wanna bring the man who is the glue to this group in uh i'll let um we're gonna we're gonna bring him in right now the guy who is the glue to this group from the elgins to uh the, 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 the Siberians I think it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think he's in here. Otis, are you with us? How you doing, Otis?
6: I'm all right. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing wonderful. Glad you're here. I hope everything is all right. I know you uh, had a had a little day today, but we're gonna try to make your night a lot, lot better.
6: <laughs> well, hey, there you go. Let's do this.
1: All right, we're gonna do it. Well, I got Ron here. I got uh, Terry here. Otis, since you're not here, I want to ask you the question since you you started this whole thing. I mean, well, I was reading back, um, and, and even you had your own group, the Otis and the Siberians, is it called?
6: Oh, uh, distance, yeah. We would call a whole lot of things until we settled on the temptation.
1: I got you. I got you. Why don't you take us real quick? I know... Um, it said you were on uh stoops because somebody else had the name that you guys were going to use at Motown. I think it was the Elgin's?
6: Yeah, the Elgin's. Yeah, come to find out, it was uh, another group called the Elgin's. So uh, we ended up with the name Temptation, you know, which I think sounds better anyway for us. Absolutely.
1: How how did you come up with that, Otis? I I just want to know where that came from.
6: Well, it came up, uh, we were standing out front of Motown when we found out that it was another group called the uh, Elgin's, and uh, it was a young man named Bill Mitchell that worked at Motown at the time. And uh, we were standing in front of Motown, and we were kicking out some names, and Bill said, uh, Temptation. I said, I like that. And so I asked the guys, uh, "What did they think?" And Paul Williams said, "Hey, Otis, the name is whatever we make it." And I said, well, I want the, uh, the Temptations." And Bill said, "Okay, Otis, fine." He, and then he called up to Motown's legal department and said, "Put on the contracts, the Temptations."
1: Sounds sounds wonderful, and and it's just been a signature ever since. Yeah. T- tell me one 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 more thing, Otis. I mean, you've been there from the inception, and I was reading, and I, and I I want to make sure this is right. Elgin Bryant, I understand that uh, he was one of the originals, and I read somewhere, and maybe you can shed some light on this. You know, he was having some. He wanted to go back to being a milkman. Is that a true? Is that a true story?
6: No, that's not true. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. El wanted to be in the group, you know, but it just didn't work out that uh, he stayed with us. Uh, he uh, loved being in the group, but El was just uh, was a different kind of character, you know, and uh, it was an unfortunate thing that happened for us to have to let him go, but he didn't want to go back being a milkman because, uh, you know, he enjoyed singing, and we were, you know, we were doing as well as to be expected for us not to have a big hit record at the time, but, uh yeah so we had to part ways. I got you. I got you. No, I just, it was amazing to me. You know, I know in
1: life we make choices, and I was thinking, wow, that would have been a, a <laughs> not knowing where the group was going to end up if you wanted to be a right, milkman. Right. That was it being a temptation so I just wanted to clarify that because I read that today you know we have somebody special on the line that I wanted to uh, bring in tonight because this is a tribute to you guys and Otis and like I said it's a pleasure for me to do this and have you guys here and I wanted to bring in some special guests as well as your fans to uh, play your music celebrate your legacy and uh, keep it going on Um, let's bring in this gentleman uh, Blue are you with us
6: yeah, he was on when I got on, 'cause him and I
4: spoke.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. We're gonna get him in. Hold on. Let me just let my producer know to bring him in. That's his line right there. And I think i gonna... Hello, Blue. Are you there?
7: What's us? Frank, how are you?
1: I'm um, here. Yeah, I'm here. Blue. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome uh, to Blood well, Zone. My,
7: my well, favorite will... guys. My favorite guys. Good evening, fellas. Hey,
6: hey, hey. hey.
7: What's up? Can everybody hear me? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
6: this is over. Yeah. Well, Blue Blue, I wanted to
1: bring you on because you're one of those staple groups that's been around long enough to really know this group. And uh wanted you to say to the guys what they meant to you, their career, and their music, because they've set a standard for so many in this business and opened the doors. Well, I just wanted to bring you on and let you – I know you're short on time to – you know, say hello to the guys and tell them what you, what you think.
7: My favorite group of all time, uh, coming up in Jersey, New York, every time I got a chance to get my little quarters and stuff together, and it was quarters back then, uh, I'd catch them at the, wherever they played in the New York area, uh, idolized, the dancing, the, everything they did, loved them. Uh We've been friends for many years. Uh, Blue was my idol back then, Melvin. Otis knows what I'm talking about.
6: Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about.
7: All right. Uh, Tyson's been my main man for many, many years. Whenever I lose a member of my group, he's the first one I call to see if he can help me out. He's always there for me. When we started... We sang like the Impressions, but we danced like the Temptations. They were, they were always our idols. Love the Tempts. <laughs> Finally hooked up with Pop Atkins, and and learned how to really dance. Dancing has always been my thing, but I never danced until Pop. And you guys know about Pop, of course. Oh
6: yeah.
7: <laughs> he made sure it was done right. He'd be in the back, as you know, on his tape recorder. And whoever made a mistake, he was talking in that box, telling them, hey, you messed up. I saw you. Yeah. But, Mike, I love, uh, this is my favorite. These are my favorites.
2: Oh, that's great, Blue.
6: It's about uh, the Manhattan. The Manhattan, you know, we have been doing shows off and off for a number of years when they were, uh, I think when George was in the group at the very beginning, and uh you know, they were exciting and could sing, you know, like no other group uh, at the time, you know, and we would stand in the wings and watch uh, Blue Lo- uh, Loving them sing. So they've been uh, an inspiring uh, uh, group to us as well, and they're very noted for the singing, even today with Gerald in the group. So uh, they have always been a mainstay of a solid act as far as I'm concerned.
7: Thank you so much, man. I had to follow Pattern, I had to follow you guys. You're the best. God bless you. Yeah. And keep on
6: doing it. Oh, well, you yeah, Manhattan has never been a slouch, so you definitely have my respect. Thank you, man. Well, thank you,
1: Blue. Blue, thanks for coming on The Love Zone and uh, paying tribute to these uh, legendary artists that uh, have such a stand before.
7: In no way I would have missed this one. <laughs>
1: God bless you, too, Blue. I appreciate right, you coming. Yeah. Well... well Guys, uh, we we got some more music to play, but before I let you guys go back for the green room, we got your new album. I got your new album today, uh, Otis, and it is a pleasure to say that it's one of the Temptations. I say if you're a Temptation fan, you're
8: going to love this
1: album because it's like the old days where you just put the needle on and just let it play. And before we get into it, I still have some staple sound songs that we have to play. Some of some of the older stuff. Why don't you tell us about this next record that I'm getting ready to play uh, here called I'm, I'm Losing You. Why don't you take us back to that and how that came about, uh, Otis?
6: Oh, okay. Well, how uh, I'm Losing You came about, it came about with, uh, see, that's Cornelius Grant that's playing that opening uh, guitar figure, which Cornelius, uh, you know, originated. And, uh, I was up at Motown one day, and Norman Whitfield and Cornelius was there, and they would say, man, we got to see a, hon- a funky groove that Cornelius has come up with, and uh, they had yet to uh, cut the track. So uh, when we finally heard the track, uh, you know, to Losing You, it was one of those kind of things we were very excited about. And uh, first chance we got, we went in the studio and recorded uh, Losing You, and now it has been a mainstay of act. in fact, that uh, we even closed our show with Losing You you know, uh, today. So Cornelius Grant was the one that started it off, and then Norman Whitfield and uh, Eddie Holland, you know, uh, did the lyrics, and uh, it is definitely one of uh, our popular tunes.
1: Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to uh, do that right now and put you guys back uh, in the green room, and then in a little while we're going to take some calls from some of your fans. Would you guys like to talk to some folks out there tonight just for a All
2: little right. bit? Okay. Great. All
1: right. All right, why don't you hang on with me Because right now we're going to take you inside the love zone With one of the staples of the Temptations career It's entitled
2: I'm Losing You Inside the Love Zone
0: a show that we did in 2010 and my good buddy Blue LeVette was kind enough to stop by and make sure he paid respect to the Legendary Temptations. Now we're going to continue with uh, another uh, show from 2010 and this is the highest rated show during that year and it's a show we featured music by Teddy Pendergrass and brought on some people to talk about Teddy that knew him as well as I did. I worked at CBS Records uh, during that period and had the pleasure of promoting his uh, music along with this young lady. Her name is Jean Kahn. And here she is to talk about her experience with Teddy Pendergrass, one of our highest rated shows in 2010. Listen and enjoy. I'm here with an
1: old time friend of mine that I met back during the day, Miss Jean Kahn. Ladies and gentlemen, here she is again. Jean, you there?
9: yeah
1: okay, good, 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 so why don't we go back and talk about how you first met Teddy and how that circumstance came about
9: okay, well, you know, Philly International was a very family oriented company um so everybody knew everybody else because I don't even remember when I first met Teddy. I just <laughs> knew him because everybody <laughs> supported everybody. But I remember we became fast friends. Um, there was the wedding of Jimmy Bishop, who was who was one of the, well, you know, Jimmy Bishop. You know, has been an oh, airman yeah. in Philly for, for the longest, and and Junior is is on the air now even. Um, oh, right. Jimmy Bishop was getting married. And Teddy and I were singing at his wedding. And Teddy was, and we're there uh, before the wedding at the church. And Teddy uh, had been asked to sing You and Me, You and Me Against the World. Okay. Okay, we, we were downstairs at, the, at this piano with the, the accompanist. And Teddy discovered he really didn't know the song. He just knew the sing-along. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he had sheet music. He had sheet music. So there I am teaching him the, because all he knew was the sing-along. I'm teaching him the verse <laughs> and the chorus. Okay. And and we were fast friends after that.
1: Because so this is simply entitled <laughs> Love TKO, here by the Teddy Bear himself, Inside the Love Zone with your truly, Mike T. and Gene Khan.
0: Well, in 2011, this was our highest rated show. It features authors Shanae Hall and Rhonda Frost with their book, which was a counter to uh, Steve Harvey's Why Do I Have to Think Like a Man? And we had them on our show and uh, featured them and their book. And here's a clip from the highest rated show of 2011 featuring Shanae Hall and Rhonda Frost the end
1: of the day, today. at the end of the day, minus the fact that you need therapy, but no. <laughs> you might be right. We we ain't right. This, ain't, this ain't the show
5: in, for that. In the book,
1: yeah, see, I, I, we, we should do part two, but your mom's told me something about you today, so I'm not going to go there. Anyway, at the end of the day, you got this chapter at the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. what? How,
1: how would you close for people to get the best out of this book and, and what to do? the message that you would like for them to 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 uh, get from this?
10: I think I, I summarized, and I was cracking a joke, but really, honest to God, is at the end of the day, we spend so much time and energy complaining about the things that we're not getting from the person that's in our life or the person that we'd like to be in our life, and instead of investing so much energy and so much time into the things that are wrong with the people around us. If you can't change the people around you, change the people around you. But make sure that while you're doing that, you're changing yourself to be a better friend, a better mother, a better wife. And sometimes that's the hardest thing because we feel like, you know, we're right. And sometimes you may be right, but understanding if that person's going to continually hurt you or do things that you know are not right, change the people around you and understand at the end of the day your value is so much greater than sometimes we even know ourselves and so don't shortchange yourself go out there and just freaking enjoy life because you only get one shot at this and whether that means kissing your kid an extra time, telling your husband or your boyfriend, I love you, a little extra time today that you normally don't do, do that because tomorrow's not promised. So when I say, and I don't know if you guys can tell, but I enjoy every second of every minute, and I had to learn how to do that because you learn how to be ungrateful so easily. But you also have to step back from that and, and reset and learn how to be appreciative for every single moment and every, every opportunity that you get,
11: because you may not be blessed enough to get it twice.
12: And Rhonda, would you like to
13: add to that before we go?
11: Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I would. I'm going to read this little, quick, uh, my intro for at the end of the day. It says, at the end of the day, once I got my standards right, things changed. Primarily, I liked me a whole lot better. I learned to trust my intuition and my feelings. My spirit settled and I found more peace. And really, after a person finishes reading, why do I have to feel like a man, that is exactly what we hope they go away feeling. And that is what uh, people, you know, how it's resonating with people everywhere. Sinead really, really summed it up nicely. Um, It's about learning who you are, learning what you want, identifying that, writing it out, asking questions, getting to know the man before we sleep with him and not trying to figure out who he is after we've given up uh, all all the goodies and our heart, Um, it's about doing the stuff on the front end versus going through relationship after relationship on the back end. Um, It's so much easier than having your heart broken if you do it right the first time. And that's what we learned and that's what we shared in this amazing book.
0: In 2012, we had a show titled The Mistress, and it was our highest-rated show of that year. We also did a panel along with some book authors. So this is about The Mistress. For those of you who have some inclination in wondering about that title, listen and enjoy on the LoveZoneUSA.com. So I'm going to go to uh, line one right about now and uh, bring on our first guest, and bringing her on. Then we're going to have a whole panel of guests, and I want to talk to this young lady. Her name is Miyasha. Is that correct? Did I pronounce it correctly, Miyasha?
14: Yes, you did. I'm proud.
0: Oh, boy. I was going to say <laughs> something else, but I said let me take let me take a wild stab at this. Uh, very pretty name, very pretty name. Before you start Thank off, how did you get that name?
14: Um, My mom gave it to me.
0: Do you know where she got it from or how that came about?
14: No, I don't, actually.
0: Okay. That's
1: very different,
0: very different. I was reading a bit about your background, and we understand that you're an Essence top uh, bookseller or best-selling author
1: in Essence. Uh, tell us a little bit about that.
14: Well, um, yes, I'm an Essence best-selling author. Um, I've been writing books uh, since 2006. Actually, this month is the sixth anniversary of Diary of a Mistress, and um You know, after, you know, getting in the book game and establishing a fan base right away, I was fortunate enough to become a bestseller early in my career, and um, it just stuck with me. I have a tremendous fan base. I love my fans to death because they've been so supportive since day one, and they continue to support. um, Even as we speak today, six years later, Diary of a Mistress is still a top-selling novel.
13: Wow.
0: Now, this is a novel. So... Let's go back a little bit and tell our audience why you wrote this diary of a mistress. Do you have experience? Was this was this just something in your head or do you know some people? How how did how did you
13: come up with this particular topic six years ago no no less? And and then um, you know,
0: write a book about it. Well,
14: um, I've been with my husband since we both were fourteen years old and wow. um you know, over that uh, amount of time through high school and college, those are the years that, you know, a lot of people go through a lot of different relationship issues. And then coming out of college, they usually settle down and get married. And still in marriage, and you know, there's issues that come up and that people have to deal with, um, you know, all, every day. So for me, the different experiences that I had, Um, There was never a mistress situation, but just the fact of how a lot of females um, go after men who are taken, especially if the man is um, what you would call a good man. If they see that this man treats this woman with um, a certain amount of respect and um, love and admiration that he has for his woman, um, there's women who, who like that, who want to try to challenge that, who want a piece of that. You know what I mean, and so that rhythm just kind of came about from, you know, me seeing how that, how that plays out, and also seeing the flip side of it, where there are some good men in this world, despite what many will say, and that there are some men who, um, who are innocent, you know, but there are still women who will try to conceive this plan to attack that
0: man's relationship. That brings us to our next highest rated show, which was the highest rated show of the uh, decade features our hosts, Fallon Moreno, our operations manager, Denise Duran, who's also produced many shows on our network. And the interviewee was Faith Evans. This is the highest rated show during the decade between 2010 and 2019. On the Love Zone USA.
15: Miss Faith Evans, are you on with us? I am. How are you guys? Hi, Faith. How are
11: you? Hi. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. so much
10: for calling on. We've been so excited and my Facebook and Twitter is just blowing up about you with so many.
15: Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you for calling in, Faith. We love you. I mean I've listened to you. I'm from Jersey. I know you're from Jersey too. And um, yes, I've, been listening, yes, yes, I've been listening to you forever, and I really appreciate how humble you are and spiritual you are, and thank you so much for calling in. We have so many oh, people who you. want to ask questions. Okay, now, Faith, I'm here. All right, oh. Faith. Now, you know, wanted to, we were just talking about your spirituality, that, you know, you're open with the love that you have for God, and, you know, you were raised by your grandparents. Tell us, did that come from your upbringing, upbringing with them, or that's something that, through music, you were able to connect to?
11: Well, um, I was raised by my grandparents and my mom. My mom was always in my life. Um, They just moved me from Florida to New Jersey, uh, you know, shortly before my mom moved because she was still finishing school. But, um, you know, it it wasn't a, a long period of time at all. My mother was always in my life, and church was always a part of my life. So, I mean, it certainly came way before I discovered that I had any musical Talent
0: in um, me. <laughs> With over 9,546 downloads, like I said, The Faith Evans Show was the highest rated show in the decade. This next show features the first show that we've ever done featuring an artist for an entire two hours. Who was it? None other than Eric Benet on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
16: Now, now
1: let's get to the beginning. Milwaukee, from Alabama, Mobile, Alabama to Milwaukee, and uh, I understand you. The first thing was, you know, group with your your family, but tell me now because we don't have a lot of that today. People singing falsetto, you know, like the Marvin Gaye or the Smokey Robinson. So, who were your who were your you know forty five rpm records when you were
17: growing up? Uh-huh. Who, who were, a know, lot your of people life, out there. Who would I your 45 don't, RPM playlist? <laughs> I know, right? They don't know what what is he talking about? 45 <laughs> RPM. <laughs> well, I used to love. I remember. Um, it's crazy, man, because I remember being. Now that you you mentioned 45 RPM records, the first image that popped into my head. I was three years old. I can't believe I can remember back to this, but I was I was three years old and there was this um, there was this record. It was from my, my father's my father's music collection, it was Booker T and the MG's. Okay. And um so you know how far that I'm going. And, <laughs> I would. and there was this one it, stacked, it was a, a stacks Stax record and uh, the song was called Like Time Is Tight. And I just played that song over and over and over and over again. I mean, back in the 45 days, I mean, you know, for those of you who are, you know, uh, don't remember, but it it involved a little flat piece of vinyl with grooves in it, and you would uh, put it on a phonograph, and then a needle would go in between the grooves, and that's how the music came out. And I just remember picking up that needle. At, At three years old, I probably scratched the hell out of that record, but I would just keep Picking that needle up and putting
0: that to begin beginning. In 2015, we featured a show by Mr. Will Downing, and he reigned as the highest rated show during the year 2015. This is an interview that I had with him where we uh, had a lot of fun on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
13: Yeah, that's uh, Will Downing. Tony Diamond, my producer, who's handling the music tonight. Yes, he'll be here tomorrow. Top seven of the last seven days: some reggae, some hip hop. Today's on B and some special mixes.
1: Make sure you check them out. And we're going to close with this last song. With uh, Will, man, it's been a pleasure to talk to you tonight. It's oh, you know, right. I had a lot of fun. That lot of fun. fun.
13: I had a great time. Thank you, sir. I had enjoyed yeah. myself as well. <laughs> well, I'm gonna let you call off this one, but I got I gotta gotta say. Ooh, you took me back to my bedroom, and <laughs> does your mama know about me? Mm, mm, mm. Does your mama know about me, boy? I mean, even when I was a kid, I used
17: to say that to some girls. Does your mama know about me? It's going down on here. <laughs> Woo! Oh, back
13: man. from the shed, Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver.
1: <laughs>
12: oh, <you> we <know>. do.
1: <laughs> well, I see. I see. We got the same kind of taste in music, man. Yeah. <laughs> that
13: one's, man. Well, well, let me ask you this: How do you remember the first time you heard this song, or what you were doing, oh, Do I remember or? the first time I heard it? No, I just remember hearing it once, just like you as a kid and just loving the melody. And I didn't even realize and know what the song was even about, but it was so catchy and it was, you know, done so well that, uh, you know, when I had an opportunity and, and me and, and Phil Perry have been fighting over this song forever, you know, as to mm. each one of us was going to cut it first. Cause he, you know, he, he loves the song as much as probably you and I, and uh, I just beat him to the punch on this one. So, uh, yeah, it's a bad tone. And, you know, later obviously I found out what what it was all about. But I'm telling you, since I've re- released this record, the Chocolate Drops record, I've learned something new every week about this song. And, and I'm, what, I'm just going to what, share that there? I'm going to share this with you. <laughs> this, here's this week's uh, uh, knowledge uh, that I found out. So, okay, do you know who Tommy Chung is? Tommy Chung, Cheech and yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tommy yeah, Chung okay. wrote this song. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Chung was in the group, Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver. So Tommy Chung, the comedian, you know, bubble right. smoke from, or whatever from, it is, or yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He wrote this song.
14: Man. So yeah,
13: that's that's where the premise of the song came from. Does your mama know about me? You know, when you think about it, for those who know the song, you would think that it's about you know black and white. You know, that's what right, you think. Right. Like you, you think about the movie, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? You know, right, white right. chick, black dude brings the. You know, right. hey, I'm I'm, I'm exactly. I want you to meet my parents. You know, you open up the door and there's you know there's a black person. But really, what it's about, it's about an Asian <laughs> an Asian guy who is going out with. Who knows whether it be a black a black woman or 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 a white woman, and then oh. he's asking the question like. Does your mama know about me? Your mama know <laughs> I'm Asian. If I'm coming to your house,
17: <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Oh man, this is crazy. This is crazy. I swear to God. Now, you, know, you heard you heard
1: me say earlier. I just gave. I just put my foot in it. I said earlier that you know I used to reject this record. Uh-huh. Never listened to the words other than the hooks. Yeah. Never
13: knew what the story was about. Never even That's assumed. So, that's what it's so all these, about. You know, this is so funny. I listened to the song with you sing, and I said, you
5: know, wait a minute. I'm
13: getting another impression about this now that I'm really listening to the lyrics today. I'm thinking to myself, what is this guy? Is he a criminal <laughs> or something? Yeah, what I mean, that's what, what I'm, I'm saying. saying. You, your mind can go in any direction that you want on this song. And I always thought it was black and white. That's how narrow minded I was thinking. I just thought okay. it was a white woman dating a black dude. And she you yeah. know, decides, Hey, you know what, I love you so much, I want you to meet my parents and the dude's like, Oh, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Your parents know about me. Your your parents know you know what I am. Does she do they know what I am? They they know I'm black. But it it ain't that's not that at all. She, it's not- Tommy Chung wrote the song, so it's about an Asian dude. <laughs> like oh. you know, okay, <laughs> Your your mama know your mama know I'm Asian and I'm hanging out with all these brothers. You know Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's, Vancouver's, and and if you really want your mind to be blown, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want you to I want you to I want you to Google Bobby Coover, Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's, and then find out what their original group name was, and you and you're gonna fall out laughing. I'm telling oh, you. Oh I'm man! Telling I got you, when you when you are playing the song. <laughs> Go online, go to Google and punch in Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's and then look up, like, at Wikipedia, and then look up. It'll, it'll show you the group name before they became Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's, and you're going to fall out laughing.
12: Man, guaranteed you done,
1: blew, you done blew my mind. Man, you
12: done, you, I can't
1: even <laughs> talk
17: now. I can't even talk. I'm trying to tell you so <laughs> sure. I need a
5: person.
17: you <laughs> get somebody <who's>
5: the good <laughs> <laughs> she can Oh,
12: oh my God!
1: I gotta tell you one <laughs> little thing about this. She just blew my mind. Um, you know that the last, save the last dance for me. Uh huh.
13: The old song. Save yeah. Don, did it? Did it? Uh, Benny King. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now, do you, I've had this guy on my show? Not not the gentleman who wrote it, but his brother. Hmm. Um, the, the attorney, Raul Felder. Have you, you you heard of Raul Felder? Yeah, isn't he an attorney?
12: The, diver,
1: divorce attorney. handled with divorce.
12: Yeah, yeah,
13: uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's an attorney, yeah. Famous, famous attorney. That's his brother that wrote that song.
1: And I always loved the song. Always loved the oh, song, Oh, wow.
12: Okay. You
13: yeah.
1: Now, now, do you know what the story, because now I'm finding out I wasn't the only one that
13: just liked songs but didn't know the story behind them until I became an adult. Do you know the story behind that song? Now you got me uh, uh
12: Don't forget, think? and then some other songs you're going to be, but right. darling, they say the last
13: Okay, all right, well, you're going to have to hit me to it. I mean, I know the lyric, but okay, tell me what it's really all about.
1: Okay. His brother had polio and couldn't dance. So, his, because his girlfriend wanted to dance and he had polio, he would he would, you know, let her go. And dance with these guys. But that's what he wrote the song about. Darling, save the last dance for me. Because we're going home. He had polio. He couldn't walk. He, he couldn't dance.
5: Oh. And he's
1: the, he's the brother of Raul Felder, who's been on my
13: show. And Raul told me that story. I almost fell out when I heard it. And
1: every time I heard that song, I never listened to that song that way. Could,
13: could,
17: the way he wrote the lyrics and everything. And now that makes sense.
13: Wow! Yeah,
17: yeah, yeah,
13: I didn't know that.
17: Yeah, yeah, that's oh, real talk. Man. That's that's real talk. I'll send you the
1: link to to the show, and you can listen to him talk about that. That, that just blew blew me away. Just really? Yes, that's the that's just and he was he was a writer of many many other songs, you know. And his brother Raul handled that's how Raul handled the entertainment side. He, he wasn't doing entertainment; he was doing something with New York State attorneys, some boring kind of legal stuff that he didn't like. And he got into entertainment, went from there to divorce, you know. But that was his brother. Yep.
13: Wow. And very cool guy. Raul
1: is very cool. He is down there. I love that
13: guy. I love that
5: guy.
13: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be on the opposite end of a table uh, during a divorce proceeding. With him. No, oh, no. oh no! Oh no! no!
17: No 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 he, no.
1: He, he. Yeah, he won the best in the business. Yeah. He won the best in the business. You're going to the cleaners on that
13: one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he handled. Uh, didn't he handle Robin Givens during her uh, her case against like Mike Tyson? It. And yeah. He, yeah, he's had the big cases. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the big ones. Well, on that note,
1: ladies and gentlemen, I'll say it one more time: the man has come here and dropped some chocolate on you tonight. And um,
12: <laughs>
1: Will, you're welcome anytime. Always come back. We love you here. Man, uh, you know, you I can't man. get enough of your music. You know, it it's, 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 takes me there. You got it.
13: I'm gonna see you Sunday, then.
1: I'm yes, sir. At the
13: State Theater. Come on through, man. Will Downing and friends. <laughs>
5: Thank you so much. Like, oh,
1: tell everybody before we go uh, where they can get your album.
13: Oh, uh, you can, probably the best place to get it if you want an autograph copy, come to my website, come to com, and uh, you can order it there, and I will autograph it for you and get it right back to you. You can download it there as well, or you can go to iTunes or Amazon and get it there, you know, either either, either or. But uh, definitely go out there and support the, the project, and come on out and come see me live whenever you hear my name. Come on out, come enjoy yourself. Hey Will,
1: thanks for being on the show. And on that note, I'm going to leave you with uh this one. Does your mama know about me by Will Downing? Here
13: inside the lovezoneusa.com.
12: You're dead. Did you think of what He'll say Will he be Understanding Or does he think The usual way Maybe I Shouldn't worry But I've been Through this before and I like to get things straight before I'm knocking at your door to show mama. Know? Come your way. Maybe I, I, I shouldn't worry, but I've been through this before, and I'd like to get things straight before I'm knocking at your door. I don't wanna let it go. So that's why I gotta know that your mind.
0: In 2016, our highest-rated show was by a young lady named Pearl. She's a uh, reporter, a writer, and she's a historian for Michael Jackson. She did the documentary and the book, Michael Jackson Alive 2. And that was our highest-rated show in 2016. Here it is on the thelovezoneusa.com. Uh-huh. Well, I'm a journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
8: Um, I covered – I started calling – Covering Michael exclusively, well pretty much exclusively in two thousand and five, uh, we did a Barack Obama documentary, but since then we 've done five Michael Jackson documentaries, and it was a fluke how I ended up being credentialed media in the two thousand and five trial. You know, so I sat in the courtroom and I, I listened to testimony, and I had a leased access show, not public access, even though i 'm not against public access. But it was Mm Leeds where we bought airtime. And we did uh, one show a week on the trial, um, Monday through Friday. It aired at midnight. And uh, we covered the trial. And then afterwards, we had all this footage. So we decided, oh, my God, what are we going to do with all this footage? So we created a documentary. And uh, blase, blase. Then it became known as uh, Michael Jackson, the trial and triumph of the king of pop. And it really told the truth about why the jury found him innocent and acquitted him. 14 out of 14 counts. So that was distributed by Warner Brothers. And um, then I've just been kind of hooked on Michael Jackson ever since then. And uh, then this is not the first Alive documentary. This is the second. That's why it's called Alive 2, Michael Jackson, The Great Escape, because the first Alive came out in uh, 2001. And it was on Netflix from 2011 to – 2000. I mean, came out in 2011. I'm sorry. And uh, Mm -hmm. it was on Netflix for two years until 2013, and um, I've been pretty much staying up on all the clues, and it's just not me that's an investigator. There are thousands of investigators and hundreds of thousands of, uh, uh, um, like, websites or, or pages or Um, You know, just um, Twitter accounts that say Michael Jackson believed, Michael Jackson hoped death. And then, you know, I went to YouTube, and there are like 100 million views of Michael Jackson faked his death. So it's this underground movement that's just swelling over the years because the evidence is so sound and so concrete And so factual that once you open your mind to the possibility, you're like, oh, my God, it's like it's like another way of looking at a story that you never even conceived of. You know, and it's all based on truth and facts and evidence and proof and clues. Well,
0: 2017 was a show that I did near the year's end. It was a Christmas show and we do it every year. And that year, 2017 was the highest rated show the love zone usa christmas show listen and enjoy
16: merry christmas and a happy new year this is michael jackson of the jackson five wishing a happy holiday to all motown fans
0: staring not even a mouse in my mind In 2018, the highest rated show was by a psychologist, Dr. Romani, And here she is. She, uh, keys in and one of her topics that she specializes in is narcissism. This is the show on narcissism with Dr. Romani on the love zone, com.
1: <laughs> well, we're glad to have you. I'm, I'm excited to have you because, uh, I wanted to, uh, get with a, uh, Psychologists who could add some insight to some of our topics from that we do from time to time. You know, the show's uh, birth was about love, dating, sex, relationships, and marriage, and uh, uh, I've got some friends who are doctors who have been with me for years and wanted to add you, hopefully, and we could fit into your schedule from time to time. And uh, bring that you sounds on great. To talk about like tonight. To get right into it, uh, Dr. Romani, I'd like to uh, ask you, had you heard about, um, I guess today's news, was uh, uh, Mr. Meyer at Ohio State. He has uh, had to step down due to the fact that uh, Zachary Smith uh, was in an abusive relationship with his ex-wife, and uh, Uh he said he knew him, and he had to step down. And since our title of the show is Finding Love After Heartbreak, I bring that story mm-hmm. up to you, as well as another one I want to talk about in New York recently, because when I read it today about Zachary Smith, uh, he her, his wife had a restraining order that he should stay away mm-hmm. 500, um, 500 feet, I think it was, and uh, and and so it says to me that they had they had separated, they had broken up. I don't know if that they were divorce, right. but it was over. Uh, it, it was right. also alleged in the article that I read that she had talked to the wives of the other football coaches wives to let them know mm-hmm. what was going on. Why in a situation when it's over, I know you have children together, um, that people have a tendency not to be able to move on. There's this, as as I just read in your bio, tug of war that that they have. Mm-hmm. To have. Why do you think that is?
9: Well, I mean, again, obviously in a situation like that, the Ohio Ohio State one, it's far more complicated because obviously the nuances around, you know, domestic violence and, you know, all, you know, people, you know, transparency and all that. So even if we get away from that story and say when something's over, why can't people just let it go and move on? And it's an easy answer, and it's just one word, and that's ego.
0: Our highest rated show for 2019, the last show of this uh, nine years, well, it's by a new show that we brought on, on Sundays, which is called the Hip Hop Christian Connection, featuring your host, Tasha Little Queen, and she merged with Truth Radio. Here's an excerpt from one of her shows this past year, the highest rated show in 2019. Yes, with Tasha Little Queen and the Hip Hop Christian Connection. Be sure to check out check her out on Sundays at 4 p.m. We'll be bringing all our shows back into the new year, 2020, with a lot of other shows. We're looking to go 24-7 instead of the seven hours of broadcasting that we normally do. So if you have an idea for a radio show or podcast, be sure to hit us up at USA at gmail.com. I'm going to close with this show and some music afterwards, but we'd like to thank each and every one of you for supporting us during this nine-year period. As we've uh, noted, as of today, we have over 360,000 listeners that has branded our name, The Love Zone USA. Oh, and one more important point. As of next year, the show will still be there, The Love Zone USA, but it will no longer be the station. The station will be social media entertainment radio. Tell your friends about it because we're going to be bringing on a lot more shows, a lot more hosts, and we're going to go 24-7. On that note, I'd like to wish each and every one of you a healthy, happy, blessed new year. Most importantly, put some love in your life and do it with two. Signing off, this is yours truly. Mike T, it's been one great ride on this first decade and we're looking for many, many more on the Social Media Entertainment Radio Network. Here's the Hip Hop Christian Connection featuring Tasha Little Queen.
18: What's going on, everybody? You are listening to the Truth Radio Show, and I'm your boy Rico, aka Hollywood. And I'm sitting here with Tasha, Little Queen, and also Calvin, aka the Bishop. Is in the house. What's going on, everybody? So, what's going on, people? How y'all doing? <sighs> I'm doing good. Uh, well,
16: I'm doing good.
18: I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm not here. You're, You're not, not here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not here. I'm tired, y'all. What happened? Why are you so tired? What happened was. What happened was. I had to wake up wow. early. Right. I'm sorry, look, I'm sorry because I had um, waked up early and stuff. I waked up. I ain't woke up, I waked up. And <laughs> I had to take wait, my wait, kids wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time. I wake up. you wake, 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 <laughs> wake up early. You wake up early?
15: <laughs> yeah, because I had to take my kids to school and stuff like that.
18: And then I had up. to get so, ready. Oh my god! Get ready for rehearsal and everything like that. So I'm tired you and my tired? body, guys. I'm not here. You're not, hey, hey, stretch your hands over to little Tosh, little Queen, and say, Lord, <laughs> give her some energy. Give, give her some energy. Okay, and I'm back. Hey, hey, hey. hey. He's, <laughs> a he's a miracle worker. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. time my bow Should've put more size. Smell 'em on Smell <laughs> oh, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, everybody, you know me and Calvin because we started the podcast called Church Beyond Four Walls. Yes, yes. You know, and also a little, little uh, queen here, she had her own podcast. I did. What I was did. it called?
15: The HHCC Hip Hop Christian Connection, guys. Yeah, on Blog Talk Radio, iHeart Radio, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. So,
18: Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, we got some good news for you guys. And what we decided to do, we decided to merge both podcasts together as one. So that means what?
11: We're well,
15: married.
16: We're married. <laughs> whoop, whoop. If you like it, then you should have put that ring
18: So we still going to talk about that good stuff. We still yeah. going to talk about those things that church don't really talk about. Church hurt. Church, church, and church, play church. good music. And we're going to add some music. And there. interviews. Interviews. And contests. Contests. Contest. Yes. See, we got it all laid out for you guys. So, so you Right? So all they got to do is what? Listen, listen, sit Live. back and listen, right? Yeah, like, like share, subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> all that good stuff. So, listen, um, I want to come to you guys with a little inspirational quote to help you get your day started or your night started. Depends on if you're working the first shift or second shift or the third first shift it or early morning. Where at. But we have some inspirational for you that hopefully will help you out throughout today. All right. Right now, we're, we're talking about success, and it says here, your success in life begins only when you make the commitment to become excellent in what you do. You sound like yeah. Come on, what not he Success means yeah. doing the best we can with what we have. Come on yes. now. Success is doing, not the getting. Hey, yeah. it's in the trying and not the trying. Yeah. Hey, success a is a personal standard, reaching for the highest. That is in us becoming all that we can be. Yes. Amen. 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 So what what does that all says in the nutshell means that become successful? You can do it. You can Whatever it. you put your mind to it. So, little queen, hmm. what is your definition of
14: success? Getting money. Get getting money. Getting money getting, get, money, getting money. That's my definition. That's your definition.
18: That's your definition. Getting, getting, money. getting money, getting money, getting paid. Okay, so how are you gonna get money? <laughs> Y'all want my real answer? <laughs> <laughs> I trust. I was gonna do less. <laughs> There's nothing wrong, hey, nothing wrong with that. Ain't no wrong with that. The other way, lift, lift Joe's leg. Yeah, I was gonna be oh, I was gonna be all that. <laughs> Let me stop playing. Um, there's room at the altar. There is. is. There is there plenty is. of room at the altar. Everybody, take away. your hands, a little queen. Lord, Not for um, save her. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm the heathen. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. success. Um, yeah, just getting money. That's that's all I could think about is money and that that's it money, All right. like money. getting money for little queens like. Bishop, hey, what success means to you? Success means to me um, accomplishing your dreams and your goals yes, sir. Um, yes. to the highest measures that God allowed it to happen cool, that's what's up man, so what we're trying to tell you guys is go out there do something that you love doing and become successful at doing it you are what you are and keep God first. And keep God first. Hey, so right we mm-hmm. want to take a five-minute break. Miracle our
16: miracle our hand tonight. Oh, come on, listen! I said the miracle worker. I said the miracle worker. You want to open up your?